Well, good morning. My name is John Abel. I'm also an elder here at Northwest Community Church, and I just want to welcome you on this Labor Day weekend. Thanks for being here with us. We're doing things a little different this Sunday. Uh, It's a family service, if you haven't noticed that already. And so that's a really great thing to see some of the youth and the children in here with you. Um, We've got a couple things planned. We're going to do a family kind of group prayer time this morning, which I'll walk you through that here in just a little bit. And we're also going to take communion together. So what a better thing to do as a family than to break bread together and pray together. Um, basically, uh, you know, the prayer time, what I'm going to set that up is going to look like in a few minutes, uh, I'm just going to ask you guys to get into small groups of five or seven people, preferably with your family or those that are kind of right around you. Um, if you're not comfortable praying in a group, feel free to stay right where you are, or if you're not comfortable praying, feel free to join a group and you're welcome to just kind of listen and, um, be right there with them. Um, but we would like to do is just kind of spend some time this morning. There's a number of things going on, certainly in our world, certainly in our church, Um, that we believe as a body that it's really important that we start lifting these things up before God. Um, When you get into your groups, I think it's a great idea if you just start by introducing yourselves. Kind of, if you don't know the people in your group already, uh, that'd be great, especially if it's somebody in your own family. Um, um, There might be a few people here, Steve, I don't know. Um, Then once you're done introducing yourselves, I'd say go ahead and spend some time just If you have any prayer requests that you'd like others to be lifting up for you, go ahead and share those. Um, We're going to have some things that are going to rotate through on the screen behind me. There's about four things, just some topics with some sub-bullets. You're welcome to kind of glance up and look at those throughout your prayer time, lift those things up. First one's, you know, just really praying for the victims of Hurricane Harvey. Uh, Later this this service, we're going to be taking up our share fund, and I'll talk more about that, but we're going to contribute a large portion of that share fund towards uh, some relief efforts there, and we've got a video of that planned later. We also want you to be praying for our church and our church leaders. As you know, the devil, he is constantly scheming and looking to attack. And uh, boy, we would really, the elder team and the leadership team and the staff would really covet your prayers for us as we continue to uh, seek God's will for our church. We continue to kind of wrestle with issues together. We really do want you to be lifting us up in prayer and protecting us that way. Um, Also, it's a family service. We figured it would be a great idea to pray through John 3.16. That's going to be up here on the screen, especially with your kids. It's a great verse. Um, and then lastly, praying for our global staff. Again, this isn't an all-inclusive list, but we definitely wanted you guys to have some topics that if you, nothing comes to mind, certainly be lifting that up. Um, so, so basically, you know, I'll give you probably 10 or 15 minutes. I'll kind of just see how it's going. If it gets really, really quiet, it's kind of awkward. Then I'll jump back up here and kind of close us in prayer, and then we'll move on to communion. Now, before we break into those groups, uh, there's, there's basically three things, three verses that I wanted to share with you just to kind of set our hearts and our minds before we go into prayer together. Um, the first thing is, uh, you know, and just kind of this is my synopsis of the verse, and I don't know if you want to cue the, the verse behind me, but um, yeah. We can be confident that God hears us when we pray. In 1 John five fourteen, it says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So that's number one. I just think it's great for us to be confident as we approach God, knowing that he hears us. Number two, when we humble ourselves, he will hear us and forgive us. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. I think that one's crucial as well. Just, you know, if we can humble ourselves, repent from our wicked ways, he will hear us and he will heal our land. And then lastly, God will give us peace 
when we pray and cast our worries on him. I don't know if you're like me, but I mean, there's, there's definitely things in life that can be worrisome or troublesome, but God is pretty clear in Philippians 4, 6, and 7 that he says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I just want to put those before you as you get ready to hear in just a second to break into your smaller groups. Um, be thinking about those things that we can confidently uh, go before God and He hears us when we are humble and repentant. He will heal us and that He will give us a peace that passes all understanding. Before we break up, I'm just going to open us in prayer. God, we just uh, thank You that You hear us when we lift our voices to You as it says in 1 John 5.14. We thank You that You're gracious and will forgive us from our wicked ways when we humble ourselves. We thank You Uh, that you tell us that you can handle whatever pain we have. You ask us to present it to you in prayer, and you will give us a peace that passes all understanding. God, we come before you today as a family. We pray that you would be with us in this place. Hear us, heal us, and forgive us, and give us your peace. We thank you, and we love you in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, this is a time where you kind of break up, and uh, if you don't want to, pray right where you are. But we're going to take about 10 minutes, introduce yourselves, Uh, Go ahead, and there'll be uh, some things behind me on the screen, just those four topics. Um, And then when it starts to get quiet, or in about 10 or so minutes, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll close us in prayer. Thank you so much for joining together and praying. Let me just close us. Pray with me. Uh, God, thank you so much for the opportunity to have this time of corporate prayer as a church body. Uh, We pray that you would receive our prayers and provide us with a peace that passes all understanding. We thank you that you're so good. God, we just thank you that we can join together as a family today and do this in your son's name. Amen. Well, thanks for doing that. That was just so neat to see everybody kind of gathered and huddled and uh, some groups more social. But hey, you know, I just appreciate that you guys would be willing to walk through that with us. I think it's a thing that we should definitely take seriously as a body to be doing together. Um, So now that we've prayed, now we get to break bread together. So uh, we're going to move into communion and uh, we're going to do that as a family. So here at Northwest, we uh, basically practice what's called open communion, where we're going to pass out the elements. Um, the elements themselves are going to be grape juice, and there's two cups. There's the bottom cup has a little wafer in it. Um, and this is for people who have made a personal commitment uh, to Jesus in their heart, to say that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, I repent of my sins, and I trust you as my Lord and Savior. If you haven't made that personal decision, feel free to let the cup pass. Um, You know, again, it'll just pass right by and you don't need to feel awkward about it at all. Um, We basically want you to feel that. Also, additionally, another thing is the Bible, um, it warns us not to take communion in an unworthy manner. So if we have something against a brother or if we have some unconfessed sins, um, the Bible says that we're to examine ourselves. In 1 Corinthians 11, 27-29, it says, Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and the blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself, and then so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who drinks and eats without discerning the body, eats and drinks judgment on himself. So as the deacons and elders come forward, uh, we begin uh, preparing to pass out the elements. We're going to give you a time of personal reflection. If you would, just right where you are, um, just get your heart right before God. Please uh, feel free. If you you still haven't gotten to that point, let the cup pass. Uh, We want you to um, have examined your, yourself and have your heart rightly focused um, as we go into this time of communion.
that just before Jesus went to the cross, he gathered his disciples together um, to provide them a symbol of remembrance for all that he was about to do. He broke bread with them and he gave it to his disciples, which was a symbol of his body, which would be sacrificed for us all. He also gave them wine, here we use grape juice, um, that represented the bloodshed for our sins, all of our sins. So in 1 Corinthians 11, 23-26, it says, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given it, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, <clears throat> This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance <clears throat> remember of me. For as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Will you pray with me? God, we thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. We thank you for paying a debt that we could not pay in turn, offering us grace we did not deserve. We remember you today and ask that you will move in our hearts with your Holy Spirit. May we leave here changed for your glory, remembering what you did on the cross. Amen. Now is the time in our service where we're going to take up our share fund offering. Just a little bit about the share fund. We do this on Communion Sunday, so it's kind of a semi-annual thing. Um, basically, the share fund is designed for uh, doing good within the body of Christ. And so sometimes that's locally, sometimes that's globally. Uh, this Sunday, now we have a couple things. We have a partnership with White Oak Foundation, which is just down the road. It's a local ministry to uh, those who are less fortunate. So we always have made, we give 20% of all of our share fund to them every time we take it. But this Sunday, we're going to give the remaining 80% to the Southern Baptist relief efforts that are already underway uh, down in the Texas area, and we've got a video to kind of show you what that's about just to give you a context.